Hello, and welcome back to an all-new episode of Real Talk with Pastor Brad and Christy Webb. Today, we want to know what y'all mad about today. So, here are your hosts, Pastor Brad and Christy. What ya? What y'all? What y'all? What y'all? What y'all mad about today? Woo! What are y'all mad about? Mercy. That is a loaded statement, isn't it? Welcome to our podcast, family. What y'all mad about today? What y'all mad about? Y'all y'all mad about us? Y'all mad about something. Crucifying the English language. <laughs> I feel like if they have an issue with the word, what y'all, I think they have bigger fish to fry. There are <laughs> literally y'all? more things to be worried about today <laughs> than the word, what y'all. Literally. <clears throat> the word, what y'all, being a word. I do now. remember that lady who always would tell me where I messed up grammatically in a sermon. And finally, one day, I just said, aren't you so grateful that I make mistakes with the English language? Because you would not get anything out of my sermon. And that is what she was mad about that day. <laughs> that's, what, that's what she was angry about. So, hey, welcome today, man. Update on our life. We are wrapping up school. Summer is here. Heat is here. And the last uh, several years... We have been so blessed to make it through May. We with, did. Um, we actually had conversations last year about, man, this about thing, making it to June. We did not make it to June this year. We hadn't even made it to the 15th. This thing is <laughs> no. in with both feet, man. It's ridiculously hot. It is warm. I normally say there's three reasons you do not want to live in Louisiana, and they are June, July, and August. But this year we can add a fourth called May. May. Yep. May the air conditioning be with you. May. <laughs> Gosh. Yeah. It's rough today. Okay. Moving on from that. Moving on, man. We're excited. Yes, school's wrapping up. Summer's here. Uh, Graduation next weekend. We'll be celebrating that next week with you on the podcast. Great. We will. We're having graduation. But you know what? I have a celebratory, Mm -hmm. can't say that word, um, announcement to make. I have a green tomato on a plant. Yay! I, I thought about that uh, this morning as I walked out. She does have a green tomato, but it is the ugliest garden. <laughs> it is Goodness a horrible looking garden. I thought re- it looked fine from where I was standing yesterday. We're, we're going to have to relocate that garden and do something different. But I will say, my, one of my wife's favorite things are cucumbers, and they are looking wonderful. Cucumbers, and I'm excited about the tomato. Yeah. I do love cucumbers, and for some reason, out of the garden, cucumbers <laughs> are the, the best. That yeah, one, tomato, one tomato, it's one. Well, and our our um, shout out to Papa, our tomato, our potato plants look really good yeah. above the ground. I'm not sure yeah. what's under the ground where the potatoes are. That's the best looking thing in the garden. The top of it looks good. The problem is, um, I believe Christy's in for a rude awakening with her single tomato because the plant is very short it seems like it's a producing before its time is ready well that's the thing i was like lord please don't let this potato this potato this tomato (laughs) get to where it's ready and then one of your dogs bless them oh it will (laughs) walk by and they don't even mean to do it but you know they they have interest in plants they do. <laughs> yes, they do. They have interest in plants. We had that conversation yesterday because so, it, so today we they know, killed our flowers. Yes, today we know summer is here because as my wife went out early this morning to water her flowers, she came back in and said, all I did was walk outside before 7.15, mm-hmm. came back in and said, I am sweating. So welcome to summer. <laughs> yeah, it's nasty out there. If you do not live in Louisiana and you are listening to a northern state or somewhere from a northern state temperatures 
Congratulations. Yeah. Enjoy it. Still appreciate where appreciate you where you are. So this does not anger us. This is not what we're talking about today. It is not. Because we it's just something you have to live with. Something <laughs> I'm you, mad. What y'all talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Bree's Although, all about that. What one, you mad one, about? One, more, one more thing on that though, uh, before we move off the heat though. It is an interesting time as we were starting the podcast. I'm looking at my wife and she has on a big uh this is Bree- wool. Uh, jacket like Serpa. it looks like it's a, a Sherpa uh, jacket. It looks like a, a lamb is all on her, and <laughs> Bree's talking about blankets and everything else. So, well, so this is Breeze. This actually leads into our point is I made the comment, it's time for me since it's officially summer, I need to bring back my blanket to work because it's time for me to bundle up. Because if I'm cold, you're hot. You don't need a blanket in the winter, but when summer comes, you better get a blanket. You need a blanket because direct air conditioning, I am not a fan of it. And it, and this is what angers Bree. How, is that oh, we I'm have to mad. have blankets during the summer because it's so cold indoors and you're not dre- you're dressed for outdoors, which in the winter you're dressed for the, the cold. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so it's not as bad. But in the summer, you're dressed for the outdoors, but then in the indoors, it's so cold well this um sharpa jacket that christy is wearing was a great christmas slash birthday gift i got a couple years ago and it is it was made for me to have at the the family of grace offices all right (laughs) so our topic today comes to us um, air conditioning because what are you angry about (laughs) excuse me today because we live in a world that is it even today, or is it more like <coughs> this minute? In this moment, in this <laughs> yeah, half of in, the day. Someone's always complaining, you know, about something. It always makes somebody angry. Mm-hmm. It does. It seems like we have lost the ability to have conversation and relationships with people who think differently and view the world differently than where we are. Mm-hmm. I don't even think it takes views of the world. I think it's just... You have we, an issue. We just think that we have a right to be mad about anything we want to be mad about. That's right. I and mean, then to you the, have an audience. You have an audience, and you can always find somebody that agrees with you. Uh huh. You know, it, and it it can be so random. Like, you know, I I hate blue paint. You can find people <laughs> that actually hate blue paint, and then you turn around and say, you can find people that are blue's my favorite color. I love blue paint, you know. So you can literally find people that are angry our, about everything. You know, our, I'm telling you, like, um, I don't like <clears throat> e-readers. <laughs> I prefer a book. <laughs> my goodness. Let's talk about stir up controversy. Let's, and it's the thing let's that you not talk ex- about that. You don't even expect it to stir up. <laughs> yeah, um, that's true. I will say, though, I haven't talked about this since we had this conversation, but I have only been reading... <laughs> physical copy of books like at the library I go and check them out and those are the only books I've been reading since what was that January That's your high five I yesterday keep your high five <laughs> yesterday we um we went to a um an awards program at a school and they were talking about AR which tried true time thing every kid went through AR when they were younger or whatever accelerated reading accelerated reader and um mine was actually a physical paper like you went through physical questions on a piece of paper now of course it's online or whatever but Bree um this kid that it was an it was announced to this group of people that said this kid had what was it 500 it had he had a ridiculous it's like 300 he had a ridiculous number of AR points and Bree goes oh my gosh he I just lapped. got lapped by a fourth grader 
<laughs> because she, the ones before that, she was like, oh, that's probably about where I am, you know, for my reading goals for the year or whatever. And then this kid comes up and she's like, oh my gosh, I got lapped by a fourth grader. But it's, it's so funny that some kids love to read and our child was struggling to get their 16 points and this same kid in the same grade has like 300. I still stand by Ella just needs a few audiobooks in her life. Yeah. <laughs> You're probably right. She is my daughter. Get That's her an right. audiobook. I have been saying that for months. I'll so, help y'all. So we're excited about this uh, opportunity to have a conversation about what angers you because, man, we want to be a calm in the midst of the turmoil and tribulation and strife. And, you know, it's so difficult because, you know, uh, anger is such a thing. And we let people provoke us to anger. You know, they provoke us. They know what gets us. And we put it out there, and then we get upset when people – tread on that which is precious to us or that which is um, sensitive to us. And so with that being said, the Bible has so much to say about anger. Matter of fact, it says, Ephesians 4, 26, it's so important not to even let the sun go down and you go to sleep with an angry heart. Because when you go to bed angry, you're going to get up angry. That's true. Because when you wake up in the middle of the night, you're stewing and you're laying there, and you can't sleep, and you're just thinking, man, I can't believe that person did that. I can't believe they would say that. I can't believe they would view the world differently than me. And so when we come to this part of the concept, the Bible is so important on that anger because anger is like rot to the soul. It's just like it begins to eat away at you, chip away, and angry people lash out, and in that, you know, when, when it rises up against us, man, we forget where we are. We forget our senses. We lose not just our calmness, but, man, all of a sudden we now pick up this desire and struggle, and we become so offended. And because we're offended, people get angry, and it's amazing that we have come to the point in our culture where we can no longer be disagreeable. You can no longer have your own opinions, mm-hmm. really, because either your opinion has to match every person in the room that you're with. Um, it's just sad that you can't you can't you know, accept it from other people. For a long time in the Christian community, we have really tried to, Excuse you me. know, really remain neutral and love people who are different than us and love people who, you know, may not um, see things the same way, you know, the old adage that we love love the sinner but we hate the sin those kind of things but there's a point in place in our culture where we're being pushed to a point where you're starting to have to figure out where do I stand you know and I'm not saying that we shouldn't love people who are different than us that's the point I'm making is that we should but there also comes a point where you have to love love truth love love God's word and decide where where you're going to come out on things and in one sense, it's that we have this mindset that, you know, we have to be patient, we have to be kind, um, that we can, uh, we have to turn the other cheek, you know. But the Bible actually says, be angry, but don't sin. Now, I hadn't figured that out yet. <laughs> How can you be that? when I get angry, I normally have to apologize afterwards, you know, because um, I hadn't figured out how to be angry and not sin. But. Have been out your righteous anger yet? That righteous anger is difficult. Well, I think it's it's that you can have feeling like so. 
and and we talked about this so last week about the hyperness. You either have to be all on or all off. You can either be in 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 the world today. People think you can either you either have to love something or you have to hate something. Mm-hmm. You know, and um, I can't just be like eh. Well, but you can have, you don't have to be any about it, even though you can stand up for things that are not right in your life or in your situation and not be totally against them in all situations. You know, um, my, 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 my personal family has been going through a thing that where, um, um, some things in their church and in their life is going on where it's not, um, it's not a bad situation outside of their church, but in their church, it doesn't line up with their church. They're not saying this person that, that they're dealing with is a bad person. They're not saying that he has bad beliefs. They're not saying that he's a, you know, trying to take down the world or anything. It's just not what they believe. It's just not what they, and instead of um, saying, you know, I can be angry, not angry necessarily, but I don't want this in my church. Right. People get so mad and say, you have to think of what I think. You have to go along with what I, I want to go along with. And, and you don't. You can, you can say, this is right for other people. It's just not right for me. Right. You know, and um, it's funny. Yesterday, we were, we were in this long, very long discussion about the difference in Diet Coke and Coke Zero. Now, I am not a Diet Coke or a sugar-free anything. I like all the sugar I can get and everything. But apparently... In just being around my friends who do, this is a very big deal. Mm-hmm. And they get so mad if you say, oh, yeah, I have I have Diet Coke. And then it comes, it ends up to be Coke Zero. Mm-hmm. And it's like this this force against it. But that's a perfect example of you can you not like it, and it's right for other people. It's just not right for you. But, but today's world is if I hate it, you have to hate it too. Well, I, I and you follow, don't get a personal opinion. I follow this guy um, who just on Twitter who actually um, intrigues me, a very um, profound economist, and uh, his name is Thomas Sowell. Uh, S O W E L L. I guess that's how you pronunciate his name. But he he said something the <laughs> other day. Uh, he says people are never more sincere than when they assume their own moral superiority. And that is so deep and profound. They're never more sincere. They're never more passionate. They're never more fervent than when people assume they have the moral high ground. That's right. And, you know. It's actually very true once you think about it. When you got to stop and think about that. Say it again. So he says people are never more sincere than when they assume they have the moral superiority, uh, street language, moral high ground, right. you know, like I have the high ground. And so what you were just saying, like at the church, well, I'm right. I have the moral high ground. This is how it should be. This is not how it should be. And man, the whole world, our whole country's on fire this week over the leak of the Roe versus Wade conversation. It's like, man, we're just so super heightened and, and sensitive and, and, and people are just so emboldened by where they are and it's like I'm I'm morally right in this. Right. You know, I mean if you're pro choice, they feel like they are morally right. If you're pro life, they feel like they have the moral high ground. And yet it's like we have this head on collision with two people that are playing chicken, if you will, and neither one's gonna neither one's gonna flinch, you know. And uh I remember uh 
not long ago we had a friend uh, who has longhorn cows and his cow stuck his head in a hay ring is in the winter and it broke it off and this whole thing's around his head and so we're out there trying to get it off and man this longhorn cow's coming we're trying to get it down and it's running towards me and neither one of us flinch and so uh that we were out there this week where it happened and somebody says, is this where that cow, where your cow almost run over you? I said, no, it ran over me. It knocked me out the way because <laughs> neither one of us moved. Cause I kept thinking I'm human. He's going to see me and, no. and ward it off now. He, he, didn't he, care. Hit he did me. not so care. He, I, I, it was like an ejection, but <laughs> I was shot out of the way. But I love that you still did not give up your, <laughs> you're like, I, I'm not moving. I had the high ground. I was holding it, but he was way Yeah, but he had the weight. He had the weight <laughs> he and the, the horns and the, and, the, and he was running. Yeah. I was standing still. He had the momentum on, the his, momentum. on his half. So, behalf. but that's a powerful thing. And when we get to the point where we feel like we have the moral high ground, then we begin to look at people as, um, um, especially if you're thinking about it from a moral issue, then that other person has an immoral position. Yes. And you, you begin to, and you begin to find, you begin to think, how can I even find common ground? And what we need to realize is that with some people, you're not go- There is no common ground. I mean, like if you're if you're an advocate for being pro life, which I I am, I'm unashamedly pro life, but I have a problem with a pro life community because they want to be angry about abortion, but then the church doesn't want to do anything to help unwed mothers who are having children out of wedlock, figuring all of that out, and it's like we want to have our high ground, but then we don't want to deal with the consequences and stuff like that, and so. When we begin to think about those things, it's hard to find common ground on some issues, but it doesn't mean you can't love that person and try to still develop a relationship with them regardless of where they are. You know, the president made a statement last week that just blew my mind away, and I, you know, I I can't believe he even got away with this statement and not even been recycled by the news media. But, you know, he said, I remember back in the day when there was good segregationists. Like, we could all go to lunch together, you know? And I'm like, and so it's this whole mindset of, of you know, where are we at and what am I angry about today? And am, am, I, uh, am I letting other people tell me what I should be angry about mm. is the big thing. Like, it may not even bother you, but you're letting people tell you. You're letting people provoke you, you know, so. Well, and it goes back to what I'm saying, that you have to, what I was saying earlier, rather, which that you... You have to be mad about some about it. Like you can't just have a okay, you know, whatever. That's fine, kind of situation. You have to have an opinion on it. Like even if you don't know anything about it. Like <clears throat> when we were having the Diet Coke and Coke Zero conversation, it was like, well, you know, this is better. And I'm like, I actually don't. Yeah. I don't know. I don't drink Diet Coke or Coke Zero. Well, but like the, everyone but wants. On, but on both sides, when I had this conversation with both sides of this very non-deep discussion, very shallow discussion, they both said, well, you know it tastes better. I'm like, it doesn't. And Everyone they wants want you to be an expert. Well, and Christy made a good point. It. when I And used be on your side. To, when I used to be addicted to the news and it played constantly in our home, you know, she would just get wore out by it. She's like, what do I care what you think? To the, to the news people. To the new, not, not even the news people. The news people always had on guests. And it would be an actor, an athlete, uh, like, I mean, you'd be talking about the economy and they'd have on a, a, an athlete or an actress or something, you know, not, right. not an economist, 
you know, who actually has studied economic has a reason for and, being on there. And it's like, what, what do I care what you think? And so when you think about that, it really becomes on a lot of these subjects that we're letting people provoke us to anger over is that there are no solutions to your conversations. There's only trade-offs. And so when you really think about that, if there's no solutions, like if we're not going to come to an agreement where we find areas that we can agree on, then what are the trade-offs that we can still value, um, value who we are, value where we are, you know? And so if you think about it, it's, it's um, what does that look like and how does that translate into street language? What am I willing to trade off to maintain a relationship with you? Is that, well, I realize that you may have that relationship. I realize you may have that viewpoint, but I still value you. You're a person. I still value you. So how can I continue to have a relationship with you and not be angry with you? Uh, And don't demand it of people. Don't demand you have to be on my side, you know, Mm -hmm. or you can't go into this. or And they just keep on convincing, you know. More and more you talk about it, the more and more it's like, well, we talked about this last time, but I still think you should say you're on my side of it. Well, it doesn't matter. And it's like, who gets to decide what's best, you know? And so it's it's our whole viewpoint, going back to your Coke, who gets to decide it, you know? That's why they have both. Which is funny that this conversation was between Coke Zero and Diet Coke, when we all know that a regular Coke is far superior. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> I mean, it literally burns when it goes down. I'm like, I said I want sugar and everything. Let me tell you something. I'm not. I am not getting on your bandwagon either. <laughs> don't you be pulling me over to your side. No, that's I'm funny. not saying anything. Because, but, you but don't have to. it is funny that within 24 hours, I was with two different people, and they were both like, "This two is the best." Very one. different camps. Yes, very different camps, and yeah. they were like on opposite sides of that river. <laughs> I, I, I wasn't. I didn't choose either one because I'm not a. I'm not a non-sugar drinker. What's really funny to me, though, like about all of this kind of stuff is everyone's like up in arms about all these really serious, like there are serious things, but whenever I'm like, what are you mad about today? Me, personally, the first thing that comes to my mind is really nonsense things. Like, why don't hot dogs and hot dog buns come in the same like numbers? (laughs) (laughs) That's what I'm actually, like, let's get to the real things here. We'd be angry about, you know, all sorts of things like laws and policies, but let's ask the real questions here. The day-to-day struggles, Brie. Why can't I go to Like, why do I have... Odd amount. Why do I I have eight extra hot hot dogs? dogs. Why is that? I hate that. That's a great point, Brie. We had hot dogs last night at an event, so (laughs) there you go. Mm -hmm. Proverbs 29, 22 puts it best. It says, a man of wrath stirs up strife. And so a lot of times we have people who are not okay with themselves, and they're not content with themselves, and so therefore they carry strife in their pathway and one given to anger causes much problems. And so when you think about that, make sure you, I tell my staff all the time, hold your pearls close to you. You know, the Bible says don't cast your pearls before pigs. I, hold your pearls close. Not everybody even deserves to have a conversation with you. Because you, you're an important person. And if you're okay with yourself and you're confident in yourself, why give up, <laughs> excuse me, why give up psychological high ground in your mind where they're going to erode away at you on your thinking and then 
your thinking is going to start stinking because you've been letting people chip away at your confidence and trying to pull you over to what they think is right and what, what is wrong. So if you go all the way back around to Bree opened us up with what y'all mad about, mm-hmm. can you ever just say nothing? And I feel like now when you say, when you walk into a question, you walk into a room or whatever and somebody says, what you mad about today? Instead of thinking, or instead of saying nothing, I'm not, I'm, I'm not mad about anything. Nothing bothers me. We have gotten to the point where everything bothers us. And mm-hmm. we always have an answer to that question. Mm-hmm. I was, I was, um, that's so true. I was, I was, uh, I was, at, I was at therapy this week, which translates on a tractor. And, um, um, I was listening to the bridge and they had an interview with Tim Tebow on there. And uh, he made a statement. He said, if you write down one thing that you're thankful for every day when you wake up, it will change the way you view your whole day. And, um, and then when you're, when you're being pulled into negative thoughts, just write down something else that you're thankful for because you can't be thankful and bitter and angry at the same time. Mm-hmm. So next time you want to <laughs> yell at somebody about something, Take a breath and write down something you're you're appreciate happy them about. for. Yeah, you appreciate them for something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so I see me saying, "Okay, hold on a second. I need to write this word down, and then I'm going off on you." <laughs> I can see me ordering that. I mean, you know. I, okay, Christy, I'm preparing. Not the point. Oh, sorry. No. I, obviously, I need to work on this. <laughs> so. Proverbs fifteen eighteen says, a hot-tempered man stirs up strife, but he who is slow to anger quiets the contention. And that makes you, the Tim Tebow effect, makes you slow down. Makes you slow down. So it does, it is biblically based. That he is what is slow to anger. He who slows down finds something out there to be thankful for and to be beneficial for, for the benefit of it. That's right. Every so, day. What are you mad about today? What you what you mad about? What, what y'all, y'all mad what about? What y'all mad about? It what probably has about? to do with what you looked at on the first social media platform that you looked at. Because somebody is spewing off about something. Now I'm still mad about hot dogs and hot so, dogs. Maybe your <laughs> life is as simple as Bree. Bree has planted that. And it's just the hot dogs in life. That, why don't you write a letter? Bree has should. planted that. That's have, just like the. And, you and know, that's I've never question, known that. Like, I'm, I'm, a, why, I'm 49. I've never knew that. Don't why don't those mouth. two things, like, why don't those two companies get together Y'all. and do something? So, that's the same thing with cereal and Ziploc bags. Why don't is, those people get together? <laughs> I agree. I agree. Why, like, why are these quantities not the equal amount? But obviously, I'm said this um, complaint out loud, and Ashley, Denise Mack, heard it, and she looked into it, and it's a cost thing. It's cheaper to make more bread is essentially what it is. And so it's it would be cheaper for them to make more bread than less with the, the packaging itself. So, okay. I'm so That's thankful why. Ashley found the, the answer There to is an answer struggle. to that. And I, even though I'm upset, who am I to tell them to just make smaller bags? So would you be like like – would you rather pay more for smaller numbers so they matched? Nah, it's not that. It's not yes. worth it. So how angry are you, Brie? Because, I mean, you got to choose. So it's, it. it's all about trade-offs. I'm so angry. Like, why do I always have leftover buns? I don't like that. And then I, there are I hot dog buns. You. Like, you can't just, I mean, I could put a slice of meat on that and eat it as a sandwich, <laughs> but 
They do make good toast though for dinner. Like if you're having this uh, is quite a conundrum in her life. If you're having spaghetti or rice and gravy or something like that, they do garlic. Garlic, garlic hot dog oh, buns. That's normally, uh, that's normally what we do great. with ours. Now or croutons. I'm, I'm going to start making croutons or eating um, there you spaghetti. Go. All right. Well, <laughs> okay. We solved your problem. So, so if anybody else has an issue. Today, hot dogs today, spaghetti tomorrow. Okay. Well, <laughs> that's the thing. Y'all tell us what small, minio, like what small thing. I think just the word I'm looking for minuscule. Is that minuscule. Yeah, that's Minuscule. What small, minuscule things just make y'all mad? <laughs> Yeah, like hot what dog gets buns. your goat? What what little thing what like that gets your goat? We don't want like policies and procedures in the world. We just need to know like what's the little thing? what's the little things that really got y'all mad today? Yeah, what are those tiny little things? I don't have a little tiny thing today, but I'm sure tomorrow will. I mean, it is early in the day though. They so. pop. I have a whole list of them, so we can we could go on this for oh, hours. Okay. So <laughs> as you are out there trying to spread a little joy, be a ray of sunshine. Don't let somebody pull you down don't let them rent space in your mind Not hold free. the high ground just stay the course stay humble and make croutons and make croutons <laughs> out of extra hot dogs <laughs> we'll see you next week right here on real talk I like croutons.